Welcome, welcome, welcome back to this week's Neighborhood Watch Meeting. I'm Ebony D, your Neighborhood DMP. Here we discuss all things healthcare with the number one plan being to put things in a way that you understand. Uh, so this week is going to be pretty short and sweet for this episode. Um, I was trying to reflect on something that, you know, uh, kind of made sense for the holiday season. We know that we just finished wrapping up Thanksgiving and now Christmas is in our tunnel vision view. And so I was thinking of things as a nurse and as a nurse practitioner, maybe some things that I saw during my you know journey in healthcare to kind of hit home or kind of review for today's episode. And one thing that came to mind is my experience as working as an ER nurse. And so I distinctly remember, like clockwork, (laughs) either right like the day of Thanksgiving or Christmas or a couple of days after um, Christmas or Thanksgiving, we would have an influx of patients coming through the ER, right? And so these were patients that have high blood pressure or have diabetes or have heart failure, and they would often come in because they were having complications of that disease process. And now granted, I worked in the ER setting for eight years uh, prior to the setting that I work in right now. And so it never failed. It was like, it was almost an expectation that we would have the holiday season and then the ER would be packed with, you know, patients that were experiencing issues secondary to um, complications with their disease process. And so we then like, as I was sitting here reflecting on that, I started realizing that it's secondary to us wanting to enjoy our family, eat the way our family eats or, you know, our cultural expectations as far as food and things go. And so people were not really adhering or following their diet restrictions that they should, you know, follow. So we will see patients that came in with sky high blood pressures, almost like in stroke territory. We would have patients coming in with very high levels of glucose, also known as sugar. Um, We would have patients coming in with trouble breathing, and um, that could be um, secondary to them having too much fluid in their system um, or too much salt in their system as well. So I just kind of wanted to review some of those things to kind of help people kind of stay out of trouble during the holiday season as it pertains to their disease processes and their diets um, as we journey through having to or wanting to enjoy the luxurious food that our family or friends have prepared. So one, so I'll go just based on system, right? So if you are someone that has high blood pressure prior to you even partaking in the holiday season, your provider probably told you, you have to watch how much salt you intake. Now, depending on what culture you're from, some of our foods are heavily seasoned with salt. So you kind of want to be careful during the holiday season how much of those uh, dishes and uh, depending on who prepared it, how heavy, you know, they are with that hand of salt. Um, You want to just be cautious what you're eating. Um, If you are a known diabetic, you want to be careful not to eat too many things that have a high sugar intake or a high sugar content. Um, If you have heart issues such as heart failure or kidney issues such as kidney disease, you want to be careful not only about how much fluid you're intaking, because I know that 
for those type of patients, you have what we call fluid restrictions. You can only have so much uh, fluid intake a day, but you also have to be just as cautious with your salt intake because what happens is when you have that salt in your body, it holds on to the fluid. And so you want to be careful about both your fluid intake as well as how much salt you're intaking in your food. So with that being said, I kind of just wanted to review some tips that may be beneficial um, as we navigate through the holiday season, because I know as much as I'm talking about, make sure you don't eat this or make sure you don't eat that and watch this and watch that. Some of us cannot help but to indulge in our favorite dishes over the holiday season. So I wanted to just kind of give some tips that kind will make it a little bit better as you progress through the holiday season. So some of the tips I came up with was number one, trying to eat at home prior to going going to the holiday events because maybe you in your home have a more controlled atmosphere. You know what you should eat. You have the seasonings that you should abide by. You know, hopefully you are in a routine where you're eating the foods that are healthy for you. And if you eat prior to going to the events, you may feel full and less um, willing to eat foods that are being um, offered to you at family events. Um, if you do decide to eat at events, I would say to be selective in what you choose. Everyone has a special dish, right? Everybody, grandma may make the best macaroni and cheese. Everybody may have an aunt that does banging greens. You know, depending on what your family's specialty is, we all have that dish that we may look forward to either for Thanksgiving or Christmas. But we also know how salty those items can be or how much seasoning someone could use. So even if you have to or feel like you just absolutely have to indulge in that favorite dish, you want to do so in moderation. So you don't want to overload your plate and then take three plates of it home. You just kind of want to get enough to kind of feel that that um, craving for that particular dish. Um, so eat in moderation regardless of what you choose. As much as possible, you want to adhere to your dietary restrictions. So if your provider told you that based on the disease process you have, you want to eat things that are low in salt, low in fat, low in sugar, and low in carbs, you want to try to adhere to that as much as possible. Again, I understand that depending on the culture that you're from, you may get extremely excited to eat the yams or the deep fried turkey that happens. So, or that's cooked by your favorite uncle or, you know, just different dishes. But when it comes to your health, you absolutely have to make the choice whether eating this particular food is worth you possibly being in the hospital for a couple of days. And some people would say, yes, yeah. somebody will say, you know, my grandma's macaroni and cheese is definitely worth me being admitted. But again, I just want you to have the information necessary to make that choice on your own. Um, I would say pay attention to your body. So if you are someone that has high blood pressure or you have diabetes and you know that when your sugar levels get too high, you experience a certain symptom or you notice that if you have high blood pressure, if you've had too much salt or you feel like your blood pressure is rising, maybe you have a particular symptom like a headache or something that lets your body know, hey, we've overdid it. Pay attention to those symptoms, especially during the holiday season. Um, take your medications uh, as prescribed before, during, and after the holiday season. 
Um, and along the lines of that, you want to make sure you have your medications before you are going to your holiday events. Um, one of the things that we would often see in the ER when we would have patients coming in and their blood pressure was too high or their sugar uh, levels were too high if they were diabetic, we would often say or ask them as nurses, when was the last time you took your medication? Oh, I've been out of it for a week. And it's like, uh, so we're, we're kind of adding insult to injury because not only are you not eating the way you should be eating before your disease process to prevent complications, but you also don't have the medication on hand to help you kind of regulate your system if you do have these exacerbations or um, you have these complications that you're facing. So we're kind of going down a rabbit hole from two different ends, which can often lead to hospitalizations. Um, it can lead to complications like uh, blurred vision um, and things that we just don't want to embark on, especially during the holiday season. So if you know you are someone who depends on medication to regulate something that you're going through, to regulate a disease that you may be um, living with, you want to be sure that you have those medications prior to the holiday. Because the tricky part is, just like you guys are enjoying your family for the holiday and enjoying friends and family events, so are providers and so are the staff, right? So it's really hard sometimes to get a hold of a physician or a nurse practitioner or even just a nurse during that period because they go out and they take their vacations around the holiday so that they can enjoy the family. So you don't want to be caught in that, you know, that net of not being able to contact someone when you need your medication. So just try to ensure prior to the holiday that you have the medications that you need to keep your disease process under control. Um, the other tip I would recommend is just knowing when to call your provider and when to go to the ER. So if you've been diagnosed with something like high blood pressure or diabetes or heart failure, or you have issues with breathing, um, like from something called COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, your provider should have went over things that you need to contact them for, um, to kind of uh, keep them aware of what's happening or um, help you decide when to go to the emergency room or when to call them. So there's certain symptoms um, that they should have reviewed with you that would be like an alert or a red flag for you to seek further care by either getting into your primary care provider's office or your specialist, depending on the disease process you have, or going to the ER for management. So if you don't know what those symptoms are and if you don't know what those triggers are, I would um, caution you to review that information with your provider, um, not just during the holiday season, but you know, outside of the holiday season as well, because if you experience these things, you want to be aware that you need to go somewhere to get some medical support. Okay, so those are just my tips as far as watching what we eat, um, especially if you have, you already have a chronic condition like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart failure, um, COPD. It's, I know that we just get into the, the constant flow of just wanting to be around family. We want to eat our favorite dishes. But when you have a chronic disease or a chronic condition, you have to be a little more careful of what you're doing and how you're doing things just to avoid those hospital stays, right? So you want to avoid being away from your family for three to five days because maybe you overindulge in a particular food that you could have avoided. So 
I just, you know, in the, in the spirit of the holidays, wanted to review some of that information. So now we're going to move on to our weekly wellness wisdom. And this kind of goes along the lines with our holiday gatherings and our seasonal gatherings as well. So uh, flu season is uh, from October to March of every year. Um, and this week, actually, from December the 5th to December the 9th is flu vaccination week. And so you may see information out in the media about how important it is to get your flu vaccine. So if you are someone that currently gets your flu vaccine every year, this is just a reminder to get it. And I will say to get it before you um, partake in your holiday events. That way you kind of have that extra barrier and extra layer of protection in case you come into contact with someone who do has who, who do um, who already has symptoms or may have already been diagnosed with the flu. However, I do know that some people can not get the flu vaccination or they opt to not get the vaccination for their own personal, religious, or just they just don't want to have the vaccination. So some of the things what I wanted to cover today is just things that you need to have in place regardless if you're vaccinated or not. So regardless of your vaccination status, whether it's against the flu or against COVID, there are just certain precautions that you should take before fellowshipping with your friends and family for the holidays. So my number one thing is if you are sick, please stay home. And I know that sometimes during the holiday season is the only time that maybe college students are coming home, maybe our family and friends from out of town. This is the only time they have the ability to come and visit, but I can guarantee you that if you are sick, you should stay home. The We have patients, I mean, we have people within our family that have a weak immune system. And the last thing you want to do is underestimate the sniffles that you had or the brief uh, fever that you had and pass that along to somebody that cannot actually fight off a virus or a disease process. So I just say, if you are sick, stay home. If you don't want to stay home, and I really caution you to to stay home if you're sick, at least do your due diligence in getting tested to make sure you don't have the flu or you don't have COVID prior to you going to these um, events where you're going to be in close proximity with a lot of people. And family functions, it's very hard to control um, who you come into contact with, who you love on, who you hug on, and things like that. So the the best thing is to stay at home if you feel sick and you're not feeling well. But if you feel like you absolutely have to go, I beg you to please be tested, at least be tested before you go and to make sure that you wear a mask during your encounters. Again, my number one thing is don't go. However, if you decide to, please take those precautions I just named. Um, if you have been in close contact with someone that you know to be diagnosed with COVID or flu, you want to get tested prior to you attending the functions. And again, just as I stated, that if you have you know um, symptoms of being ill, you definitely want to wear a mask. The last, again, I'll talk about who I would consider to be immunocompromised shortly. But the last thing you want to do is take something that is simple for you and have it turn into something devastating for someone else. So if you know you're going to be around family and friends who have a weaker immune system, you want to wear a mask. 
And again, I say wear a mask whether you are symptomatic or not symptomatic. So whether you're having symptoms or you feel sick or you're not having symptoms, because as we know, with COVID, you don't have to have symptoms in order to test positive. So we're kind of in uncertain times and things can be tricky with that regard. So for me, especially if it's going to be a close knit um, area and you're going to be in contact with multiple people, I just always say to wear a mask to err on the side of caution. But again, this is just my personal opinion. Um, So when I talk about people that have weaker immune systems, I'm referring to babies, pregnant women, the elderly, anybody that you know that has a chronic condition, whether that's high blood pressure, diabetes, sickle cell anemia, um, COPD, the chronic obstructive pulmonary uh, disorder, or cancer. These are people, the category, the people I just named are in the category that states that if they get an infection of some sort, it is much harder for them to fight it off. It is much harder for them to heal from viruses like the flu and viruses like COVID-19. So you just want to be careful. Um, If you notice that you're going to a family function and the matriarchs and patriarchs of the family are there or someone just had a new baby and they're bringing them to the function. You just want to be very cautious with the interaction that you have with them by either wearing a mask. My hope is that they have a mask with the exception of a baby. Um, But in, in that regard, just kind of be cautious and be protective of people like that in your family when you go to these events. Um, If you are the person that has a weak immune system, you definitely want to be cautious and wear a mask yourself unless you're eating and drinking. Um, Sanitize your hands often. So um, this doesn't necessarily mean going to wash your hands, you know, every time you come into contact with somebody, but having that hand sanitizer available to you and sanitizing your hand as you maybe love on someone or give a handshake or, you know, passing things around the room just as an extra step in protection. Um, Hand hygiene has been proven to be the number one thing to reduce spreading of diseases, viruses, and bacteria. So I would definitely caution you to sanitize your hand often at family events. You want to be able to actually social distance as much as you can. Again, it's really difficult when we're going to these holiday events because we haven't seen our people in ages. So we want to love on them. We want to hug on them. We want to squeeze them. We want to give them kisses. I do not recommend giving kisses during this time. But, you know, I do understand that given the season that we're in, we just want to experience genuine and authentic love. And I'm not advocating or saying to not do that. I'm just saying do it do it with caution. So during the times you can social distance or if you um, are having an event or hosting an event where you can actually have multiple uh, feet between you and another person, that would be ideal. Um, again, one thing I would say, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, is If you can control how many households are coming to a family event, that would be ideal as well. But again, when you can't or if you can't, just take these precautions as far as wearing a mask, sanitizing your hands, and social distancing as much as possible. And then my final tip would be to just make sure that you are not sharing drinks or food. I know everybody wants to have the first taste of the dressing or everybody may want to have the first taste of the yams, but I caution you to not eat or taste behind anyone. Get a separate plastic spoon or plastic fork and dispose of it um, as soon as possible. 
Um, so yeah, that's all I have for you guys this week. I just wanted to make it short and sweet since we're in the holiday season. I just was thinking about things that would be, um, that would apply to us as, as it pertains to us fellowshipping with our families and as it pertains to those that have chronic conditions that are specifically dependent on, um, what we intake or what we eat or what we drink during the holiday season that can cause us to have some issues. So if there are any questions, again, I say this every week, any questions or topics that you guys want me to review, feel free to email me at yourneighborhooddmp at gmail.com. That's U-R-N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D-D-N-P at gmail.com. Be sure to follow me on uh, Your Neighborhood DNP on Facebook. Instagram, as well as TikTok and YouTube. Um, I will be uploading videos soon and going live for live Q&A sessions on all platforms within the next two weeks, but I will let you know that information soon. So please make sure you're following those pages so that you can get the notifications. All right, y'all have a blessed, safe, and happy holiday season.